friends how are you how are you doing how have you been <laughs> well as for me i am fine i am good i am beautiful as always <laughs> okay it's been a while actually i came your way my apologies um it's been a while i actually dropped any broadcast here but hey we are back now. So this is learning from her podcast with Heaven Onyabo. <laughs> Where we learn from exemplary, beautiful, exceptional women. Women who have and are still doing great and, and achieving great feats in the society. So on today's episode, we shall be learning from another woman. <laughs> You know, that's what actually we are about. We are learning from her. So, we're learning from a woman today. And um, she is by name Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary, the mother of Jesus. The mother of our Savior. Yes, she's by name Mary. Um, I'm sure that almost all of us, okay, I can say 90%, 95% of us know who. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is. At least you know Jesus, so you know Mary. I know um, through basics that she's a virgin, you know, who who actually took in without having any sexual um, contact with any man. So she was impregnated by the Holy Ghost. And then after nine months, she bare forth a son who... Um, who became the savior of the world not just of the world but the savior of you and i he's our savior he's our redeemer he took our place on the cross and he paid the debts that we couldn't pay so we want to learn from this beautiful woman it's actually not easy you know to be that kind that caliber of woman to have birthed such a son what must have made God to choose her? Because it's obvious she wasn't the only virgin in her own time. So, does she? Are there some enduring attributes about this woman? And that's what we're about to learn today. And so we shall be diving in. Okay, um, we'll be reading through from. We'll be reading through from the book of Luke. Sorry, just give me a second. Okay, Luke chapter 1 from verse 26. It's going to be a long read through to verse 38, but I'll be very fast. I'll be very fast. So from verse 26, Luke chapter 2 from verse 26, it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the the throne of his ancestor David, 
and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this be? How can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more? Your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she's now in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. And then verse 38 being our main focus, it says, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. So, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Um, from this place where I've read, okay, I just want us to shoot in without so much ado. She was a virgin. She was already engaged to be married. Okay, she was betrothed. Means she was already engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. The wedding hasn't held. Joseph hadn't known her carnally, and then an angel comes and tell her, "Oh, thou blessed woman, that favored woman." tries to tell her that she's going to conceive and she was shocked and of course she expressed she expressed her sincere um, confusion she said how can this be because I am a virgin how will I be with a child how can this be humanly it's not possible and then the angel was telling her the spirit of the Lord will overshadow you I'm trying to just picture Mary's facial expression while the angel was saying that because it was obvious that it was sounding like it was sounding like what is he saying which one is the spirit of the lord will overshadow me and holy thing will be born and come the son of god how is this going to be but then after everything he said she said something let it be unto me according to my to thy word let everything you have said happen now submission submissiveness to the will of god this is one important and strong attribute of this woman called mary now you know in those times just like i said being a virgin is not like in our own time now when it's cast in their own time is the in thing if you're not a virgin you are dated in fact it's like a curse it's like bringing shame to your family so every Jews, every Jewish girl marries as a virgin. Yes, and if you get married, now after 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 the first night, there is the husband. Usually, he will come with um, the bedspread back to the family. That was in their culture then. He will come with it, like it, it will not. It will be like a celebration. That yes, okay, he, they have consummated. He has consummated this woman. He has known her, and indeed, she's a virgin. So everyone looks forward to that celebration. It's it's something that is being inculcated into every daughter in the family. Now she was. She was a virgin, so she's qualified. But there is something else the Lord wanted. He wanted someone that would be willing. Someone that wouldn't fight his will. Someone that wouldn't want to use her head to overanalyze. I must understand this thing. If I don't understand it, like how can this be? No, please go and find some other person. It can't be me. So the Lord has searched around. He has looked around through the territory. 
and he was looking into the heart. <laughs> it was beyond just the physical. Yes, everyone is a virgin, but he was looking at the state of their hearts. Who will be obedient enough? Who can surrender? Who can just give up herself? Who can sacrifice herself to be able to carry this thing, to be able to carry the Messiah? Who? So this search was going on and the Lord was checking the hearts of every lady. Who amongst these ones are obedient? Are they submissive? Can they just like Mary say, let it be unto me according to thy word. I may not understand it, but let it be. As far as it's the Lord, I give it up. I rely on you. I trust you. Now, that was the state of this woman. So we learned from Mary. And you know, guess what? As of this time, Mary was a young woman. Yeah, because as of then, they actually get married early. So probably she must be in her teens. Yeah. Some Bible scholars say she was, um, she was around 15 or so. So she was in her teens. But she, um, she's less than 25 years old. So it's not as if she's some kind of mother somewhere, just like um, Sarah and all of those women that, that we've taught, that we've learned from. She's a young girl. But yet she, she knows how to submit the will of God. Do you know what is God's will for your life? Have you been able to tap into it? And if you have, are you submitted to his will for your life? Sometimes you may not know it. Yeah, sometimes you may not know it. Sometimes you find yourself in a cross in a crossroad and you're like, Father, I don't know where should I go, which should I follow. With my senses, I think this part is good. But Father, not my will. Just like Jesus said, let your will be done. This is what I want, yes. This is what I want. This is the job I want. I want this is I want to relocate to this state. This is the person I want to marry. This is what I want to do. But Father, not my will. Let your will be done. Let it be done in my life as you have written it in the chronicles of my life from the beginning. Yes, God is in search of such women. And guess what? God doesn't God doesn't do much with women who aren't this broken, who aren't this flexible to be used. If you are rigid, it is either my way or my way. <laughs> my sister, forget it. Check the scriptures. Check women that the Lord have used. They are women who have died. There is a measure of deadness, especially deadness to their will. You don't have a will of your own. Even, yes, you have it, but you have willed it back to the Father. Not my will, O oh God, but your will be done. But your will be done. Check out the generals, our mother generals, like Catherine Coleman, Mother Etta, and MacPherson. Most of these women, they were women who were submissive. It wasn't easy. Most of them, they embarked on a journey that they didn't understand. Just like Mimi, she was confused. She didn't understand what the angel was saying. But then, let it be unto me according to thy word. There was something that um, Saul said, said to the Lord. On his way to Damascus, yeah, his Damascus, 
at his conversion and then when the light from heaven struck him from the horse and then he fell off and the Lord said and then he, he, he said something to me he said father what would you have me do what would you have me do what would you have me do that is now that is that is supposed to be our language it's a language of submission I don't owe myself that is what you're telling the Lord I don't owe myself I don't owe and I, 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 I don't have I don't have a decision outside you I don't have a take outside you what do you have to say as regards this matter <laughs> until you have spoken we do your will oh God however you want us to go it we have we're, we're going in that direction it may not suit me, but I trust you. And guess what? Now look at it. This woman was seriously confused. How could she, how was she going to explain to her husband? How is she going to explain to the people? Ah, because in those days, she would be stoned to dirt. But you see what happened? God intercepted. God came in. You cannot follow God's will and get it wrong. Never. No sisters. It cannot be possible. You cannot say, I am following it. This is what God has asked me to do. And then I'm going to do it. And then you get it wrong. It's not possible. God will always come through for you. You will not be put to shame. It may seem, it may be temporarily. But in the long run, oh, your smile lasts. And you will look back and you'll be so happy. You'll be so happy. You'll be so happy that you did it God's way. So I encourage you, sisters, don't try to use your head to um, analyze, overanalyze things. If God is telling you this and you are sure, can you just throw yourself to at his feet? Can you just surrender it to him? I don't know how this is going to be. I don't know how it's going to end. But Father, I trust you. If you are the pilot, if you are if you are the person who is sitting at the driver's seat of this car, I know I cannot hit, I cannot hit the rock. I cannot. So you just read it over to God. Now, something else happened in John chapter 2. Now, that was the first miracle of Jesus. The first miracle of Jesus. That was and when he that the, the marriage at Cana, when he turned, when he turned um, the water into wine, there was something Mary told disciples, the servants. She told them, anything he asks you to do, do it. That can, it can only come from a submitted woman, an obedient woman. Mind you, this guy now she's talking about is her own son. Now, just Christ has grown up, okay? He, he's above 30 now. That was when he started his ministry. But then, she was still submitting. She knows that there was something about this guy. Anything he asks you to do, do it. And she's telling us the same thing too today. What has God asked you to do? I am asking you that question. What has God asked you to do? Whatever the Lord has asked you to do, I encourage you to go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. It may be foolish, but do it. It may be stupid, but do it. 
You may not understand it, but do it. Doesn't make sense. Yes, do it. If it is the Lord, please do it. Whatever He asks you to do, do it. See, it takes when I when I was um, when I was preparing. It's not told me something. He said it takes a good mother to raise a good son. So when we look at the life of Jesus, God actually wouldn't um, wouldn't want somebody that was going to come and 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 spoil you for him. So he was mindful of the vessel that he was chosen. He was mindful because environment plays vital roles. Upbringing plays vital roles in the life of a child. So it takes a great mother <laughs> to bet a great son. So if Jesus was a great son, then his mother is she's a great woman. Now look at Jesus. At that point at Gethsemane, when he said, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. Don't you think that he must have learned that from his mother? Yeah, it's possible. Yes, don't we know that he's actually he's, he's, he's God in human form? Yes, but at that point he has been tried, you know, almost faith was almost gone. Probably she might she must have told him, hey, this is the account. It didn't make sense, but then I just surrendered myself. I said, Father, take me, use me as a, as a vessel. And he picked it. And then here was her son replicating that same thing. So I encourage you, sisters. This is just the word I was leading my spirit to so just share with us on this episode. Whatever the Lord has asked you to do, just like Mary, do it. Do it. Just like, yeah, the way she told um, his, the servants, whatever he asks you to do, do it. That is what is required of servants, of a submitted and a meek woman. That you are submitted to God's will for your life. Even if you don't know it, be flexible in the hands of God. Don't be rigid. It is either my my husband is going to be like this, like this, either he's like this or nothing else. Be flexible. Yes, have your plans, but still be flexible. Don't be rigid. I am going to go to school here in this University of of Oxford. If it's not University of Oxford, it's nowhere. And you are trying for years, you are trying to get University of Oxford. You're not getting, you're not, you don't want to ask questions. Why am I not getting University of Oxford? It is this, don't be rigid. Don't be, don't be rigid. Make plans, but be flexible. And when things don't go as planned, give thanks to God. When your plans will not work out the way you have expected them or the way that you have, you have arranged them in your mind, Give thanks to God, knowing that nothing, there is nothing that you're going to place in the hands of Yahweh that can ever spoil. It is my conviction. <laughs> I am telling you almost my life. There are things that I feel like this is it. And then I see God placing his hands on me to let this one go. It's hard. It's tough. In fact, sometimes it's foolish. But then, somehow I still see the hands of God and I say, Oh, 
this God is an all-knowing God. He's an all-knowing God. He's an all-knowing God. And I pray for us. I pray that the Lord will give us a submissive spirit. I pray that the Lord will give us an obedient heart. A heart that is obedient to the will of God. A heart that is submissive to the ways of God. Not the one that will strive with the will of God. But the one that will just give it all up to Him. I pray for such a heart amongst us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh. <laughs> okay. Thank you, sisters. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Um, in case you want to share anything, you're buttoned. There is something you want to share with somebody. You can chat to me on any of my social media handles. It's Heaven Oyabo. Instagram or Facebook, Heaven Oyabo. Or you can send me a voice chat. That's um, on my platform here, Uncle. I will get it and I will reply to you. So thank you and stay well. See you next week. I love you. Bye.